Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, social media wannabes and savants and all of the above welcome back to episode number seven of the symposium brought to you by drunk on social that's right i said episode number seven and i think tristan's got like seven things to talk about today so let's not waste any time uh, with my stupid intros let's get right into it my man what do you got where do you want to start first buddy well I'm actually excited that we made it this far. <laughs> you know what? Even if we have zero uh, viewers and listeners, we'll still just record them. I mean, what the hell? Dude, that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, but look, you know why I love these? Because I learned so much. Because it, it forces me to dive deeper into it. Yep. And I'm like, dude, let's start with the hottest thing right now. Okay. Which is Clubhouse. And people are like, yeah, but it's only for iPhone. Hang tight, because they just secured Series C funding, which values the company at $4 billion. This is a company that is a year old. And they're (laughs) they're valued at $4 billion. Dude, that is insanity. What does that really mean in the grand scheme of things? So... It means that, well, the the most obvious thing that it means is that because people, you and I and other people are gravitating to audio only, right? That means they're, they're saying, hey, this is valuable enough for us to come in and make it bigger and offer it to a bigger audience, right? This is why it's, it's important to pay attention to this because this, in essence, is, is almost starting in reverse of what we're used to seeing all social media start like, right? Social media typically starts with elementary, junior high, high school. This, this is the complete opposite. True. And it's growing super fast that now they got enough funds to say like, okay, great. Here's however much millions we're giving you. We're valuing the company at 4 billion, but more importantly, here's what they're focusing on. They're focusing on this with the money. They're saying, this is specifically from Clubhouse. It's one little paragraph, two sentences or one. It says the funding will allow us to heavily scale our teams to support international growth, invest in localization, and accessibility features, launch more programs like, this is important because we talked about it last time, the Creator First Accelerator to help creators get paid, Mm -hmm. invest deeply in discovery to help people find the best rooms, that's important, and continue to scale our support and community health teams. That's it. They didn't say anything about Android, but I can guarantee you they're already working on it. That's that got to be coming because that's going to probably double or triple the valuation. Yeah, that's going to easily double it. And dude, like you said, it, you're right. It's going to probably triple it. 
because the amount of Android users are just that much more uh, in, around the world, right? So the cool thing that I see there that I told you last time is that it's important to pay attention to these social media companies to see how much they invest in creator programs because this is why YouTube keeps on succeeding at such a high level. I look at my TikTok funds and I look at my YouTube funds and they do not compare. I, I make about $500 a week on YouTube and I don't think I've ever made $500 ever total on TikTok, ever. Yeah. Right? I think I think I'm at like $40. Sure. And that's a big difference. Well, just just in the creator fund. I, I don't want I don't want the audience to lose sight of the purpose of social media. And because I feel like I have to defend TikTok now. Um, like <laughs> I love it. You what well, you, you don't you don't just make money. In fact, almost none of us are gonna make money as an influencer. I'm getting free product. That's the equivalent of me making money, but that, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because the reach and the brand has created opportunities for growth, which has grown our business out you know, beyond our wildest dreams. So let me just clarify that. But I think it's important because I think for the influencers that are listening to this, you know, I, I think what you're saying, and my next question to you is when it comes to Clubhouse specifically, I'm not on it much. I'm not going there often. I get invited occasionally. I don't usually make a lot of time for it. I haven't recently. Have you? Have you been on Dude, it? Yeah. Um, at, at the nudging of my wife. So I'll, I'll give you a story. Because my wife's the one who said, hey, you know what? Throw everything out the window for Christmas and the end of the holiday, January. You're going all in on Clubhouse. I'm like, okay. So she'd be like, are you on Clubhouse? I, this is my wife, literally. She turn on my phone, get on Clubhouse. And I was like, okay, fine. So lately she's been doing the same thing. She's like, go on Clubhouse, go on Clubhouse. I'm like, okay, okay. So I go on Clubhouse yesterday, um, Sunday evening. I'm eating dinner. She pops up in Clubhouse for me. She's like, you're going on Clubhouse. She's like my boss, dude. So I have it on and then I'm like, just listening. And then the audience goes, oh, and we have Tristan on. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go on. They made me a moderator. And then they asked me a question. And so I answered, this is a real estate community in Clubhouse, all right? But check this out. Then somebody comes up and asks a question. And the guy's name is Chase Tucker. I'm telling you this because you're gonna Google him. And Chase Tucker goes, hey guys, I'm Chase Tucker. Um, I have a question about investing first time in, in real estate. And I'm like, oh, the, this is not a real estate agent. This is an actual investor. And I go, Chase, I'm looking at your Instagram. Are you Chase Tucker from Peloton? He's like, he's like, yeah, that's so funny, dude. He's like, I, everywhere I go, sometimes I, I don't know if people know who I am. Uh, but yeah, that's me, man. It's like, he's like, thanks for the support. I'm like, that's freaking awesome, dude. Because when I go and run every morning, I run to Chase Tucker, right? And so I go, do me a favor. I answer his question. I go, do me a favor and DM me, please, after. So we DM, this is yesterday. We DM all through the night today. He's like, I want to invest. I want to buy in New York City. Find me an agent. And I'm like, dude, it's happening. It's happening now. This is the referral. And then it's New York. And guess what? 
Guess who else he's friends with? All the other freaking Peloton instructors. Of course. That have the same questions. And so it's an opportunity right now that you have to just jump in, talk about real estate, talk about investing. You're hitting a whole new demographic. I would love to see who's on Clubhouse as a demographic, but I have a feeling it's the millennials because that's who I keep on seeing jump on, right? Ages, early 20s to maybe low 30s. And to me, to me, not just is it important to be on there because this is where the world is heading, dude, Reddit, Reddit just unveiled what? That they're coming out with a, with a clubhouse clone called Reddit Talk. And Reddit is one of the top most visited websites in the world in the top 50. And then Facebook continues to say, hey, look, not only, not only did we launch our, our Facebook copy of Clubhouse, and it's only open to some people, like the audio rooms and all that, but we also have audio tools and we're allowing you to clip little sections from the talks that you're part of so you can share them. So they're, they're trying something slightly different than Clubhouse where Clubhouse you can't record, right? Well, you can if everybody acknowledges being recorded, but Facebook just takes it and says, well, you're on here. So guess what? You're, we're recording and you're acknowledging it. They're gonna test that out to see how that works. And the ability to send out these little snippets of let's say you and I are in a mastermind inside of one of their audio rooms throw it into Facebook and say, hey, look, check out this one minute. This is what you missed. Tune in next time. That's pretty powerful too. So I'd like to see if Clubhouse eventually goes that route or if, it, or if they don't. Uh, but dude, if all the rest of the other companies are jumping on, yeah. there is something here. There is something here massively that we're not, we're not completely paying attention to. Well, I, I think that's important to point out. And I want to go back to this Chase Tucker thing, but I want to stay where we are for a moment because I didn't know who he was until I just Googled him until you told me who he was because um, I'm not a Peloton owner. But uh, let's talk about that real quick. And I think this is a really important social media strategy because this is why you're here. This is why you're listening because you want to stay out ahead, right? And we always have said to you, like, the reason you should pay attention to Snapchat is because Snapchat's out ahead. And anything that they're doing, Facebook and Instagram tend to copy it, which means they're on to something. We said the same thing about TikTok. Now we're saying the same thing about Clubhouse. Tristan just validated this whole thing by saying, if anybody didn't just hear what he said, the point was he just got connected to somebody non-real estate related, which tells us that the future has yet to be tapped on Clubhouse. And there is going to be a massive B2C opportunity, business to consumer, agent to customer is what I'm saying here, uh, salesperson to consumer, right? It doesn't matter what you sell, that opportunity is going to be there. And if you wait until it happens, the opportunity for you to infiltrate and have followers and and be and, and and understand the platform, you're gonna be too late. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. And like Tristan just said, uh, like like Janice, who's his wife, is is reminding him because clearly she has ESP, like she did about lab code agents. For those of you who don't know, that was her doing as well. Um, the point is, she's saying to Tristan, just stay involved because it helps the influence, it helps people see you, allows you to build some authority status. And, and stop, I was gonna stop right here because I'm not Tristan, you're not Tristan, those of you that are listening to this, 
So odds are when we go into a room, not anyone's going to necessarily notice, which is why it's important for you. And I'll even ask Tristan this question, why it's important for you to start your own rooms and, and be kind of that influencer. Don't lose, don't, don't lose faith. If you only have five people join the room or just two, the point is create that familiarity, get practice, right? What would you say, Tristan, to that person who is not going to have the same opportunity necessarily because they haven't they don't have the brand that you have yeah. and they say well I, listen man I, i'm not going to get that so well, what do i do i think that's a misconception you look at some of our friends Brittany howard uh, vanessa noble right they don't they didn't start with the following that they have they, they both have a, around fourteen thousand followers okay they are consistently in there connecting with people at a high level, going and asking questions, giving responses when needed, teaming up with other people and saying, can I help you? Can I help moderate, right? They're going all in. And one thing DRock, uh, Gary V's video guy said last week, Jeff, that you missed, he said, somebody asked from our team, from our lab code agents team said, what about, what about Clubhouse? I find it like it's, a, they said, I find that it's a big waste of time, right? DRock's like, no, it's the actual opposite. The cool thing is you don't have to be dressed, he said, to be on Clubhouse. You could be brushing your teeth and chiming in on Clubhouse, right? You could be putting it on the car in front on the dashboard as you're driving, right? You could put it anywhere, mm -hmm. in and out. It could be just two minutes. It could be five. And you know, yesterday, the call, I was on there for 10 minutes, dude. That was it. 10 minutes in and out. I got a client for NYC. It could expand to other places. I just talked to him in the AM. This is insanity. Yeah. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah. So, so Chase Tucker is, is a, uh, is a, is one of the running coaches on pot. So he's the guy that like, you log in and you see them. Most people see the bike. You don't see commercials as often for the treadmill. You have the treadmill. And yeah. so he's one of those people and you like, he's your coach. He's the one motivating you, not one-on-one, -on -one, but that's, that's what happens, right? Yeah. As a community. And dude, there are 3 million members to Peloton. Right? I guess these, I guess these coaches are making good money. You know, that's why it was a surprise to me when I asked, but this is the coolest part. I said, Chase, do you own any real estate? He said, no, but I want to. Fascinating. What was the title of the group? Uh, there were 89 people when I jumped in and it was real estate. Dude, I don't even remember. Was it was just, it was, was just it real estate related. And I just jumped into it. Was it random or did you know the person? Did you no, know somebody moderated? I didn't know anybody in there. I just jumped in. It's interesting. It's fascinating. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah. But dude, if you're not on clubhouse, I don't care if you don't have an iPhone. Go get an old iPad. Go get somebody else's iPhone. Just jump on there, please. Do yourself a favor and understand the world that's coming because as soon as Android comes, that's going to, it's just going to be even more beautiful. So just pay attention to that. All right, next. Remember our, I don't know what episode number it was. We brought up Facebook creating Instagram for kids. And I don't know what you and I said when we heard that. I don't even know if we agreed with it or not. But now child health experts are saying, that's an absolutely terrible idea. You should just abandon that. What do you think, dude? 
Uh, I think I, I'll say the same thing I said to you off air. And like that's going to stop the addiction to social media for, for children and as they become adults. I mean, come on, people. You're living in a fantasy land. Listen, if you don't have teenagers, which I do, and you think you're going to stop them, first of all, it's like, what's the analogy, Tristan, that I'm going to use is, is, the, is the, uh, the pastor's daughter, right? What's the first thing you typically think of with a pastor's daughter? What ends up happening with her? She becomes a rebel. Always. Right. Why? Because they put her in a cage. Right. And I know that's it. That's a, That's a terrible. It's not every preacher's daughter. Right. But that's, you know, you see it in the movies. Right. Same thing here. You can embrace social or you can fight it. It's going to win. And so it's up to you to figure out how to embrace it so that it doesn't become an addiction. No different than alcohol, for example, or smoking or drugs. Right. It's the same concept. I think it's I think that's dumb but it doesn't surprise me and i'm still going to allow my kids to be on social media with some supervision i agree with you i think it's dumb for this reason i mean we both think it's dumb but for slightly different reasons here's why i think it's dumb what about youtube aren't your freaking kids on youtube all day yeah it's the same freaking thing yeah get over it guys we live in a new world we don't understand the world that we're in but our kids do, they're teaching us stuff. It's, it's just gonna happen. Well, so. that, that, that's a great point. The reason we're talking today is because of my kids. The reason why I have built an authority status on social media is because of my kids. And so again, it's, it's, like, it's like anything, do, you know, it's, it's like the, the uh, inevitable real estate crash that's coming. Are you scared of it? Or are you looking at it like you and I are and saying, hmm, man, where's the opportunity gonna be? because there's going yeah. to be a ton of opportunity. And that's, it's the same thing here. So, it, you know, I, I don't know. I, last thing I would say on that is, is, is change your mindset. Don't stop living with the scarcity mindset um, and start looking at it from an opportunistic mindset because there's opportunity there for you to also help your kids uh, learn how to use social media in the proper ways versus if you think you're gonna hide it from them, they're gonna go find it and they're gonna end up finding trouble tell you right now dude oh my gosh for sure all right and then look if you have your kids on it guess what's going to happen they're going to teach you how to use this stuff just pay attention because yep. they're going to know how to do this because they're on there all day let's switch over to one it's like a a blast from a very recent past jeff do you remember parlor i only remember it because it was talked about during the election time. It's so funny because I, I'm naturally a rebel. When people tell me not to do things, I go and do it. And so guess what? I, I downloaded Parler, right? Even though I don't go left or right, I'm like right in the middle like you. Mm -hmm. And and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Nobody's gonna tell me what to do. I'm gonna download Parler and see what the hell everybody's talking about. So I downloaded Parler. I didn't even put my real name. I just wanted to check out what was going on in that real world. And holy crap, that's a weird ass world. But Apple decided that they're going to finally allow them to come back to the app store. And I'm like, is that even, I mean, does that even going to matter anymore? It's like they have no momentum at this point, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the point of showing you that Apple really controls the app world, right? It allows you to be able to grow 
or not grow. And I'm going to go back here to 2006. I think that was the year, 2006, maybe 2007, when the first iPhone came out. That's really what allowed Zillow, what allowed Facebook eventually, what allowed Instagram, what allowed Redfin, all these companies to massively grow, right? So that's, that's where you really have to take on that perspective and say, oh, I understand now. Google, Android, Apple, the iPhone, that's who really controls the world that we live in. And that was the purpose of that, dude, because I thought that was funny. I don't think Parler is going anywhere. Is it actually, I, I've never been on it and I don't intend to. So is there, is there any, so for our viewers, because this is the purpose of this, um, should anyone actually pay attention to it or is it literally just for people who want to go talk about politics? I don't, I don't think at this point there's a need, but you can certainly download it and check it, check it out. I think it's very one-sided. So like it's, it's really heavily one-sided and it's all about, it has a lot to do with conspiracy theories. It has a lot to do with, Hey, this, 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 only this, only this. So I don't see it as a place where we can actually promote anything or grow. Uh, but I could be wrong. I just think right now I'd rather focus a hundred percent on clubhouse if yeah. I'm going to choose. Right. Uh, that to me is like with no, that's a no brainer. Yep. Yep. You got it. All right. Next. YouTube released a video recently that very recent, like the last two days that goes over how their video recommendation system works. And I watched it because I'm like, oh, cool. This is interesting. What does it look like, right? And this way you, you, you understand what you need to be doing. And here's, here's how they figure it out, all right? I'm going, to, I'm going to be reading to you a couple of things here so you understand. Number one, Number one is YouTube wants to make sure that there's relevancy in the videos that they recommend. So let's say Jeff made a video about real estate and it was about a real estate property. Well, YouTube does two things. Number one, they look at relevancy score. They say, okay, how many other videos locally? So now they're going local, local to where this person is at and looking are there. And which ones are hot? Which ones are hot right now? And which ones have a lot of views that are recent, right? Those are the two things that they look for. And, and because of that, pe people continually watch it. It's like, oh, that's new. Oh, I hadn't seen that. This is why they don't gravitate to the older, older, older videos. It makes a lot of sense. Not only are they relevant, but they're newer. This way they keep the fresh content coming. This is why when I tell people, hey, look, it's okay to remake that video that you did a year ago or two years ago, because Google's going to love it. If it already did well, remake it right now. Now you're going to be more relevant and you're going to get as much or more love. And that's something Ken Posick said too. Ken Posick's got a great YouTube channel, follow him. And he said, Hey man, look, I just, I, two years ago, I did this great video on a specific area in Orlando. I just reshot it and it did even better. Right. And I'm like, dude, it makes total sense. That's exactly how YouTube's algorithm works. So those are the two things you have to watch out for. But I thought that was cool, dude. And then lastly, unless you have a question on that. I do actually real quick. Uh, what is your so give me one other example of how somebody could utilize that. Functionally. Right. Best, best way of doing it is 
if you see something in the news that's catching traction that has to do with real estate, right? You make a video of it. So lumber, you see how lumber prices are skyrocketing? Make a video. Make a video of it and in the description, in the title, put lumber prices are going up by whatever, right? Or lumber prices are so high, something along the lines of what Google, what people are searching on Google. How do you find what people are searching on Google? Well, I'm gonna make it super easy for you. I'm gonna do this as I'm telling you, okay? I'm gonna type in on the Google bar or on the domain or search bar, whatever you wanna call it. I'm gonna type in lumber prices are up. That's it, all right? Now follow along with me on, on this podcast. Now we have some things pop up, but you're gonna scroll down. You're gonna scroll down to a little section that says people are also searching for, right? Or people, it's called specifically, it says people also ask. It's actually toward the top on my screen. And then when it says people also ask, well, Google's telling you straight out. They're saying, hey, this is what people are typing a lot. Two things on my screen. It says, why are lumber prices so high right now? And the other one, are lumber prices going to drop? I have two video topics that Google will love and now that now you're hacking the system. That's what Google wants. So you're giving them exactly what they want. Why? Because it's at the top of the Google search and they're recommending it based on what people are asking. Remind, remind us where to find that. So you type in any term on Google or on the domain name. I typed lumber prices are up. That's all I typed and I press enter. Well, how would they know to type? Why would they know to type that in the first place? Well, dude, like go on the news, go on the Wall Street Journal go to the real estate section, find something that's like, whoa, that's... I, I, so essentially you could just type in trending news. You could like trending real estate news, right? Yeah. Trending. Well, specific to real, specific to any industry. Yeah. So you go to whatever it is and then like prices are up right now, right? So I would put in, uh, I would put in prices, prices are up in the U.S., home prices, probably. Let me type in home prices. There it is. I typed it in the search bar, right? And then as I type it in the search bar, you're going to have a section at the bottom that either says top stories or people also ask, hmm. right? And those are the ones you're going to go with because that's what Google, Google is telling you. Hey, people are also asking this. And if that doesn't pop up, you have the other option, which are the top stories. And you're going to grab those because they're all relevant. They're all new because that's what it's looking for. Mm -hmm. Look, the first one that comes up on my screen is, is by Redfin. It says, it, well, it's a, it's a quote by Redfin by the Business Insider. It says, home prices are up 17% over the past year while inventory remains low. Can you imagine just putting that as a title? Yeah. And then filling it with the best description. Now you have SEO juice. It's relevant. You finish your video, upload it, and yeah, you better believe that's going to show up on the first page of Google on the first few days. So I do that for real estate because if you follow my YouTube channel, uh, one thing that happened last week is CoStar, CoStar was buying homes.com. Mm -hmm. CoStar is buying homes.com, right? 
I did a video the very first day it popped up. Just type in CoStar. You can do it right now. CoStarBuyingHomes.com. So let me ask you this, because I have an answer to this, but I want to know where you get it from. When you find that kind of information, when that comes to you, how does it typically come to you? I Every morning, I have, I have seven news outlets mm -hmm. that I populate on my screen. Mm -hmm. And then I go and I find the one that's duplicated like three or four times. And then I'm like, oh, that's that's happening a lot. Tell me, tell me two or three of them. For real estate, it's um, here. I have them all dictated for you here. That way, I don't guess. Here they are. Real estate search. All right, I've got the Wall Street Journal, Housing Wire, Inman, uh, the the Real Deal, Trends, and then the National Real Estate Post, which you subscribe to. Mm -hmm. Right. I have TD Ameritrade so I can check out their back end. Mm -hmm. And then the rest are just like things I think of on the, on the side. And, and the reason I asked that question is because it's interesting. What Tristan was just describing on YouTube is exactly also what I do on TikTok. It's the same concept. We're just produce, we're just creating content in different platforms. But the point is, and I tell people this all the time, I'm like, you struggle to find content. The content's right in front of your face. Tristan just named off six or seven or eight different resources for relevant industry content. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, in any industry, you can find relevant content. And, 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 you know, you know this Tristan, but you know, go to my, go to my TikTok page, go, go scroll my page and you'll see all of the TikToks that have a cover photo uh, that is white. Uh, I started doing this, you know, several weeks, maybe a month ago are all industry related. And you'll see that every single one of them is typically data driven um, and I'm just sharing it. It's just industry content. And where do I get it from? I get it from a mortgage blog. More, more, by and large, I get most of my content from a mortgage blog. I don't read the blog, it's boring to me. But the first paragraph of every blog, Rob Crispin is his name, is something industry related. That's awesome. One out of seven times I find something interesting. I create content about it. What Tristan just described, this isn't rocket science, folks. That's what we're trying to tell you. Like, you can do this for YouTube. I mean, I was just thinking, as you were talking about trending news, I was thinking, holy cow, I should do something on Dogecoin right now or something Dude, like that, right? Because check this out. I know people can't see this, but I'm going to take you through it so you can see, okay? Sure, please. I typed in CoStarBuyingHomes.com buying on Google, right? This is the first page, okay? I'm, I'm underneath the ad, I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, first page. There it is right there, right? On, on YouTube, yeah. On, on Google. Right, right, a, a YouTube yeah. video though. And now I go to videos, I'm the first one, Boom. right? And dude, check out what number five is. Nice. Drunk on social, co-star, I spelled it wrong, but that's awesome. Co-starbuyinghomes.com because I did a Facebook Live in there. Yeah. It picked it up from the Facebook group, right? Awesome. So, dude, that's how you hack Google. This is why I talk about trending news about once or twice a week, and this is how people find me. So be honest, did you, are you running any ads? Um, I was, and I stopped because Which the ads... The ads weren't working as well no. as I liked. Did you run any ads on that co-star video? Did you oh, I did any kind? Zero. See? Zero. That's that my point to you folks is you can trend on any platform, just take trending news. And if you just talk about it, 
it, Tristan chooses to use it on, he, he starts on Facebook and then repurposes it to YouTube. I start on TikTok and repurpose it to other places. Two strategies, neither right or wrong, both will succeed, just different. And that's kind of, we, we kind of do it intentionally because we want to be experts on every platform, but we, you know, so we're, we're sharing duties. Uh, I think that was probably one of the most powerful topics that we didn't even intend to talk about. And I want everybody to take that away from this. You have so much content that is available to you and it's so much easier than you realized. And guess what? You don't even have to sub subscribe to those services. Just follow me and Tristan and we'll just give it to you. And you can go reduplicate and copy what we're doing to your audiences. No one will know the difference. And you're very welcome. Simple as Dude, that. That's, that's it. I mean, one last thing. Don't forget, if you're on TikTok, to visit tiktok.com forward slash business. They're adding a lot of things there. One of their coolest things you can add, uh, check out is resources. They're, they have like this creative hub for businesses where you can take a look at all the coolest thing that other businesses are doing so it can inspire you to create your own thing so and that's that's all i got for you man dude i love it i love it the the, the one thing i'm going to add to is is i just created a video today and i just want to share this with everybody and this is not rocket science but it's it's good for you to know as a result as it relates to social media so many sales professionals especially in our industry and in most industries you know, everybody's afraid of being different. They're afraid of being creative. They're afraid of, of getting uncomfortable. And so invariably what you do is when someone, when your competition zigs, you zig too. And you've all heard this quote before, but when your competition is zigging, you should be zagging. And, and this applies to social media. And again, Tristan jumped to get out there and talk about CoStar. That is important. And that's the point. And so again, when it comes to your social media strategy, this will apply today, tomorrow, and five years from now, find ways to be freaking different. Because if you just follow what your competition is doing, or if your mindset is, oh shit, XYZ company is doing this, I have to do it too. That doesn't help you. It's just, it's just diluting the content that nobody cares about. So be different. Um, this was a, this is a good finish. Good finish. Dude. I hope so. I hope a bunch of people stuck with this because this was a good one. You know what? We should clip this little section and throw that as the teaser in uh, in Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. I mean, you know, All this, was, this was good. Bro. This was All good. Love. Yeah, I good. like that. This one. All right, buddy. This has been fun. Until uh, episode eight, uh, I'll talk to you thirty-four million times. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.